Screen Australia values Indigenous storytelling. Uh, for many years, a lot of Indigenous stories were told by non-Indigenous people, and Screen Australia is really committed to allowing a real rebalance to happen where Indigenous people are supported to be able to tell their stories, um, which is fundamentally important. Film and, and screen content works as an empathy machine. You know, there are still many Australians that have never, ever met an Indigenous person, but through screen stories, there's an opportunity to understand us. You know, filmmaking, we're not certainly not saving lives, but I do like to think we're changing minds, and that is, you know, one of the most important things a person can do. Welcome to episode 153 of Be The Drop, a weekly interview podcast sharing stories from people who inspire and motivate others to help you learn how to tell your story. I'm Amelia Veal, Director at Narrative Marketing and firm believer in the superpower of storytelling. Screen content and stories told through film or television have the unique ability to help us understand alternative experiences and viewpoints. An important part of the work by Screen Australia is the focus on helping to share stories from minority or underrepresented groups, such as Australia's Indigenous stories. Penny Smallercombe is the Head of Indigenous Content at Screen Australia. Penny is a member of the Maramaninji people from the Northern Territory. She has produced numerous documentaries, produced and directed content for ABC television and was a senior programmer for NITV at SBS. In today's episode of Be The Drop, recorded live at the Screenmakers Conference, Penny shares her journey in the film and screen industry. She discusses the critical importance of creating and sharing Indigenous stories via the screen and also provides a range of tips to help people get started in the industry. This is Penny's version of Be The Drop. Do you struggle to find good royalty-free music? We use and recommend Soundstripe across podcasts and videos as we love the variety of sounds but none of the boring elevator music. As a Soundstripe partner, we're excited to offer you a 10% discount code to access great tunes for your next project. There's a discount link in the show notes or enter the code BETHEDROP at checkout. Hi Penny, we're here at the Screen Makers Conference where you're presenting today. So to start with, can you share with us a little of your journey through the film industry? I think I was, I was very lucky. I started off with a cadetship with the ABC um, in Darwin, ABC. I'm from Darwin originally um, and worked as a sort of cadet journalist and then as a researcher on various shows from Australian Story and then I moved to Sydney and worked on the ABC's Message Stick program, which was fantastic because you just got to go out and sort of television produce half-hour episodes um, on, you know, Indigenous people, oral histories, issues, and I got to make many um, of those television documentaries over a period of time. 
uh, and then I applied to go to afters and I did a master's at afters in documentary producing, which was a, a really fantastic experience for, for me. Um, and then I went out and I was a freelance producer and worked with some really uh, fantastic Indigenous directors, worked a lot in a lot of remote communities um, around the Northern Territory, which was really fantastic, um, and eventually ended up back. So I've spent a lot of time working at broadcasters. I worked at the ABC, uh, and then I was a senior programmer for um, NITV SBS for uh, many years before starting at, at Screen Australia as an investment manager, and then eventually becoming the head of the Indigenous department, which is, um, I think, has been one of the greatest jobs I've ever had in my life. I get to get paid to work with Indigenous creatives. I get paid to fund, you know, amazing films like Sweet Country or be a part of television series like Mystery Road. So it's it's really a, a privileged area that I found myself in. And why do you think it's so important that Screen Australia has a focused Indigenous content department? What is the impact that you've seen from sharing the stories of our first Australians? Yeah, look, I, um, last year was uh, the Indigenous Department's 25th anniversary um, of being a part of Screen Australia, formerly the AFC, Australian Film Commission, uh, when it first uh, started. And, you know, due to the, the really hard work of uh, my predecessors, from Walt Saunders to Pauline Clegg to Sally Riley to Erica Glynn, um, they have worked really, really hard to build the foundations of the, you know, the Indigenous film industry, a screen industry that we have right now. Um, when they first started, they just did a short film um, initiative every second year. And now we find ourselves in a situation where, we, you know, we're funding TV series, we're funding short films, we're funding documentaries, we're doing specialised initiatives where we develop talent, we're doing a producer's initiative. Um, and we have, you know, we do online, we fund online series. So Screen Australia values Indigenous storytelling uh, Screen Australia realises that uh, for many years um, a lot of Indigenous stories were told by non-Indigenous people and Screen Australia is really committed to allowing a real rebalance to happen where Indigenous people are supported to be able to tell their stories, um, which is fundamentally important. Um, the country is shifting, you know. You know, we have these amazing, um, you know, amazing people from all these different backgrounds and, and migrant groups and their stories need to be told and those audience exist there and we're not always catering for those audiences, um, but Screen Australia is really focusing on opening that up, which is fantastic. Absolutely. I believe it's by educating through stories, through the understanding and comprehensions that, that they provide, that we can really grow our broader community, community-wide compassion and support. I think film plays a really important role in this. What are your thoughts on how film helps achieve this? Film and, and screen content works as an empathy machine, you know. Um, we are a small percentage of the Australian population. There are still many Australians that have never, ever met an Indigenous person. But through screen stories, there's an opportunity to understand us. 
you know, filmmaking, we're not certainly not saving lives, but I do like to think we're changing minds. And that is, you know, one of the most important things a person can do. Yes, I love that concept about the value of changing minds. What do you think? How does storytelling through screen make this happen? Uh, I think it's through characters. I think things like Redfern Now, uh, which was a game changer of a TV series, really was confronting for Australian audiences. Great characters, really authentic stories, allowed audiences to know that the urban Indigenous experience is one like many. You know, these are people that are just, you know, living lives, uh, going through turmoil and coming out the other end. You know, that family is important that, you know, love and relationships and all of those things that exist in all other cultures of the world exist with us as well. And how does that open the doorway for young Indigenous people to come through? What should they do if they've got stories that they want to tell? This is, um, it's a hard industry. Um, There is not clear pathways on how you become a really good director. There's no clear pathways on how you become an amazing writer. Um, It's about, firstly, someone that has a story to tell. Uh, It's about touching base with what surrounds you. It's about looking at the film schools that exist in your area, uh, touching base with your local screen agencies. There are so many initiatives on offer. There is attachments to feature films. If you search the opportunities to get placements, internships and attachments to these kind of programs are really fantastic entry-level ways of getting in. The SAFC runs numerous initiatives looking and they do call outs for short film initiatives, documentary initiatives, where they partner with ABC and where they partner with Screen Australia. So I think the thing is to subscribe to Screen Australia's website, subscribe to your local state agency's website and follow the opportunities because they are there. And for you, what are some of the things that really got you on the pathway to where you are now? It's a funny thing. So when I was working for the ABC and uh, producing a lot of television stories for the Message Sticks program, I always thought I had my sights on being a director. But when I applied to film school, um, there were only four places uh, to do the documentary master's course, uh, two f- two places for directors and two places for producers. And, of course, um, I think the vast majority of people applied to be documentary directors. And I think it was Mitzi Goldman and Pat Fisk, uh, two fantastic documentary filmmakers, sort of said to me, you know what, Penny, I think that if you learn to produce that this could really open the door in terms of how to get your own projects off the ground. So I think that was a big career changer for me. Um, which moved me into producing, which kind of was a natural fit for me anyway. Uh, When you're doing TV, you're kind of coordinating your own shoots and, you know, you're out there producing TV really. So that was like a a bit of a change in my career, but I think it was the right change. And I think that they knew that probably my skill set lied with producing before I even knew. And as a producer, you're there from the time of the, the idea germinates, you're developing it with them right through to delivery you never stop producing a film it continues to be shown it continues to live and you will always be looking after that and it's a it's a beautiful document in time about an experience and a moment and you're responsible for keeping that out in the world for as long as you can and I think that's a real privilege so I suppose then it's about being open to suggestions and changes in your pathway 
Absolutely, you know, and also it's it's also about picking an area and building your craft and working on it and honing it and working on it and working on it. If you want to be a good director, then you should be out with a camera, with your friends, filming, thinking about ideas, writing ideas and, and really honing your craft uh, time and time again. Um, and once you really have honed that, you should also consider diversifying, you know. Um, as a producer, I've worked as a production manager, I've worked as a coordinator, I've directed scenes when I've needed to. So you really should hone in the craft of what you really want to do, but then also be open to trying new things because uh, you're going to have to pay the rent and you're going to have to find work and you should never, ever be too good to do any role on set. You know, there are times when you might just be a runner on a friend's film and you should not close down for that thinking that, no, 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 I just want to be a director. You should be open because the more time you're on set, the more time you're spending in production, even if it's working on other people's productions, the better you are going to get at what you're doing. So what specific advice would you give to young Indigenous filmmakers who want to tell their story? When you're making your way out, um, you know, beginning your career in the industry, it can be quite difficult terrain um, to, to navigate in terms of you will have stories that you want to tell and at some stage you're going to have to collaborate and the sooner you find the right people to collaborate with, um, certainly um, it's much better than anything else. Particularly if you come from an underrepresented group or you're Indigenous or you come from a diverse background, audiences are, are ready for this kind of content and certainly there's a lot of production companies in Australia wanting to make this kind of content and working with different underrepresented groups and often uh, people from that uh, those backgrounds can find themselves in a situation where they they don't really have the power to be able to go out and make these stories on their own and I think the most important thing is to one find the right people to collaborate with people that share your vision uh, to know that there is an exchange that is going to take place. You're going to be in a story room uh, where you're going to be sharing your, your lived experience in terms of, uh, you know, be, being an Indigenous person or being someone from an underrepresented group. And in doing so, you should also uh, engage and ensure that what you're giving is what you're also receiving back. And sometimes um, many people will find themselves in a story room. They will be uh, the only person from maybe their cultural background in that story room and they'll give and they'll give and then they, they sort of they've given it all and then sometimes they're not invited to continue with that production. The thing is to make sure that when you are there you're not giving away your nuggets of gold that you want to make and own one day in the future but that you are contributing, you're making networks, you're making the right relationships and you're learning from them. You should be able to say to that producer well what I would like is greater experiences to to do a further placement in this production company you know what other opportunities might open up from this experience and I think having those conversations are really important from the get-go and I think you know having those conversations early is really important for young or inexperienced filmmakers without the advantage of experience though what advice would you give about how they should go about understanding what to give and what is acceptable for someone to take? You know, where should beginners go or how should they look to understand those relationship parameters? I guess what the, the difference is and, and um, something that's important to remember is that 
when you're hired to be in a story room for somebody else's concept, you are there to help them inform their vision. Uh, when you are developing your own stories and you're inviting people to be a part of your storytelling, that is when it's important that you s- find like-minded people to work with, that you find people that have a similar vision to you or that understand your vision. There's no, like, this is how it's done. You should be aware of what your award rates are in terms of payment. Um, You should be aware of what kind of agreements uh, you sign. You should be aware that when you work with a producer um, and you're, you know, developing your feature film, that at some stage you will have to assign your rights to the producer. That is how films are funded. So you should work with people that are trusted. And really, I think that there's so many great mentors in our industry. I've uh, had the privilege of having some amazing uh, producer mentors over the years and establish relationships, find a mentor. Um, That doesn't mean ring random people and say, uh, you know, can you be my mentor? It's about, uh, because people are very busy as well in the industry, it's about establishing relationships over a period of time and not taking also advantage of them because they're experienced, but just being honest and finding someone that you can bounce off. Finding a group of other filmmakers uh, that are also emerging or moving into their mid-career that you can ask questions of so you're informed. There's Screen Australia, there's your state agencies, um, SAFC, like every state has an agency. Touching base with Screen Australia, it's about asking questions about what are my rights, what is the right approach to finding a mentor, what should I expect when I'm in a story room, you know, what are my rights in relation to uh, uh, working with a production company to develop my work, and never be afraid to ask a dumb question. There's no dumb questions. If you don't know, you don't know. If you feel like you're take, you're being taken advantage of, or you feel like uh, you're being exploited. You have to mention it. You know, a lot of people say, I felt like the situation occurred but never spoke to the production company or the producer about it. And it's how do they know that they're doing wrong if you don't bring it up as well? Um, So you need to have trust. Filmmaking, screen making is a team sport. It's not a single person's journey and it's really important to find the right people in which to do so. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Penny. In conclusion, though, could you please share with us, you know, a summary, your top tip about how to communicate to connect? I think that if you want to tell a story, I think that you should always think about who your audience is first and foremost. I don't think enough of our screen practitioners think about audience. I think they concentrate on the story that they want to tell, but they don't really always think about where it will land and who it will land with. So I think that if you're going to enter this industry and you're going to find the right people you want to collaborate with, people that can mentor you and teach you what you're doing, I think another important thing that you should focus on is knowing where that you want that story to go in the end and who you want to affect and how you want to affect them. Perfect. Thank you so much. No worries. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. 
To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that.